Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Howdy, howdy, guys. Howdy there. Paul and Tuss here in the Lashcast Studios, and we're excited, as always, to be here to talk about stuff in the lash industry. And today, we want to talk about loops and what loops you should get and why you should use loops. Aside from the allergy comments, I actually think the number two question I get is, what loop should I get? People see pictures of you using loops. They see us or hear us talking about them. And I think we've recommended stuff in the past, but today we just want to do one episode where we just really dig deep and talk about loops. But before we get into that, I want to talk about a few announcements. Mm. Yeah. By the way, I didn't say hi. Well, hi. Hi Hi there. How are you? Hi, Precious. (laughs) Hi, my Precious. So anyhow, let's get the announcements real quick. Uh, LashCon, guys. LashCon's coming up here, and you want to get your ticket. Now, I don't know if we will still have these when you come on. I know we will have our standard ticket well, still for a while. Unfortunately, the VIP is sold out. The VIP doesn't is gone, mean that you can't come still. But we're still in the way to get a VIP, and that is to get the day one ticket if it's not yet sold out. And the day one ticket is really the all access to everything. Like, it's... All the things you get the VIP plus you get a bonus day on Friday where you it's get it's more the, VIP than the VIP. Yeah, it's like super mega VIP ticket. It's Maybe we'll call it that. VIP. Maybe we'll call it next year mega VIP. Actually, next that's year. probably what you should have called yeah, it. Mega so that VIP. People would know that you still get all the VIP stuff. It's mega VIP. Yeah, it's all about marketing and, and packaging. That said, if you get the day one ticket, you get to come on Friday. You get to meet Anthony Trucks, who is a guy who speaks like at Tony Robbins events and such, and he's going. to do a leadership development course, like a two, three-hour course. Sit down with you so that you can learn how to be a better leader. If you have any influence, which I assure you, you all do, you are a leader of some sort. So we want to help you grow yourself as a person so that you can better operate your business. In the afternoon, it's all going to be about mastermind, sitting down at tables with our last artists and working through issues in your business and brainstorming and helping each other out. Great way to network, also a great way to solve problems in your industry so or your business. So you want to get that ticket. If you can't get that or if it's sold out, then we still have our standard business ticket. It's amazing. It's like everything minus a few of the bells and whistles. So you'll still get all the core stuff, all the main parties, all that are still available with that ticket. And you get the app and you can still watch it streaming later online if you can't get to all the stuff. So you still want to get that. That ticket is also the most affordable ticket. So don't uh, delay. Get your ticket today if you can. And that's all we're going to do for announcements. Let's get into this whole thing about Loops. Now, Loops, I'll just give a couple shout-outs to three companies, and then we'll get into two of them are sponsors. So I want to make sure we show some love. Design for Visions is someone that you bought your first set of Loops from. We love them. They're great. They're going to be at the show at LashCon. Also, Rose Microsolutions is going to be there. We meet them almost every year, IBS. Design for Visions, I don't think it's always at IBS, but... Rose is. Rose Solutions is Solutions, a yeah. family-owned business. Family-owned business. So sweet. They named their, it's run by the sons, and they yeah. named the company after, after the mothers. Yeah, that's there's four brothers, I think, or three mm-hmm. brothers. And they're really good people, and they're actually a little more affordable. They have a very affordable price point. I think they're really the, maybe the best one to start with if you want to get into it, and then you can upgrade to the higher-end levels with Design for Visions, or our favorite that you use right now is Ultra Light Optics. And you just type any of these names into Google and you'll find it. So I want to give a shout out to those companies because all three are great. We love all three of them. They've all been very generous to us. And we bought all of their their products and trust them. Yeah, they've all done great. So that said, shout out done. First, let's talk about why loops. Why should we use loops? Loops allow you to completely be a superhuman being. 
Oh, really? Yes. Like, like Bionic so, Woman. Like oh, people, who's Bionic Woman? No one know knows what that bionic, is. Does. <laughs> bionic Woman. Okay, well, when Maybe when like was, Superwoman? Yeah, or? when I was a kid, there was a show called Bionic Man or Six Million Dollar Man. Six Million Dollar Man, yeah. And then who was Bionic? He was Bionic. He was... Lee Majors. He was a man, but he was involved in a car accident. And, and No, the, it wasn't a car accident. It was a rocket accident. Rocket accident. Yeah. I was like six when the show came yeah, out. Yeah, this is the 70s, guys. And <laughs> they put him together using technology. And can they do it yeah and and then they had this effect when his bionic powers went on and it would it would go in slow motion oh that's right i totally forgot that song anyway the best episode ever by the way if you want to see a really bad show is when he fights the monster in the the backwoods sasquatch he fights a he fights a bigfoot bigfoot he literally fights bigfoot in the episode this is back in the 70s where everything was all out conspiracies well i guess that's still true today but that back then uh, bigfoot was just like oh bigfoot's out in the woods and so well, he fights sh- bigfoot the show that i liked was the bionic woman yes. bionic woman came out afterwards and i loved it because you would, when she went to the the part where she was actually fighting crime and doing her using her bionic powers her hair was just flowing in the wind. It was perfect. And I used to think, how can I get my hair to do that? So it's like when you were in the bathtub, like underwater, your hair does that that bionic thing. So that's what I would play bionic woman in In the the bathtub. bathtub. All right, awesome. But anyway, (laughs) if you two always just wanted to be a bionic woman, you now can because all you need is a pair of loops. They will up your game. They will just make you be a superhero. How? I mean, because they magnify what you see, and it's different than just using magnifiers. Or now, glasses or something. Okay, like that, right? now I I advocate using optics, using technology. You help your mortal frame do better, right? That can be simply a pair of low tech readers. That's where I started out at the time when I first started doing lashes. I didn't need any technology or or glasses because I was young at the time. So I just went to the drugstore and got some readers, which just gave me a little bit of magnification. And what I realized was that that small bit of magnification was an improvement over just the naked eye. Then I tried to use a magnifier, which was a little bit more. But the difference between a magnifier and loops is the working distance. Because we need to look at two different working distances as lash artists. We're looking at the client's lashes, and then we're also looking at the palette yeah. when you take the, the lash off the palette. And they're different distances. The magnifiers only work at a certain working distance that's maybe like five inches. You know, it's just it's the same so as... it requires you to hunch over a lot. It requires you to hunch over. So you'd be hunching... <laughs> Touch about the hunch over? <laughs> to sh- to show you off mic, to show you what it's like to pick up um, off the... So it's difficult to use. But if you only have one focus, that would be just like maybe doing embroidery or sewing by hand, needlework, that kind of thing, soldering, welding, that kind of thing. Not welding because it wouldn't protect you from the light. But I'm thinking, anyway, you get the point, right? If there's the working distance isn't changing, magnifiers would be fine. But loops are different. They're the what um, surgeons will wear for surgery. And dentists use dentists, them too. Dental hygienists so that they can see really well inside your mouth. Of course, you can see without them. But you see so much better with them. Yeah. And you also have a light on there that's focused and precise exactly where you need. It just completely elevates your game. And you may think that you can see everything with your naked eye. I'm sorry to tell you that you can't. You can't. can't. And you n- will know this the first time you put a pair of loops on and you realize, oh my goodness, 
there's a lot more than I could see. And you could swear up and down that you're not gluing baby hairs in there because you simply can't see them. But uh, if you're somebody that would recommend that clients will take a break after a period of time because you see the damage, it's because you're, you're gluing lashes together that you don't see. And that's the only thing that you can attribute to. I would say if you've uh, been under that thought, then you should probably go out and get some, some loops, loops. Yeah. so that you can see that you have a new heightened ability to gauge and to do your craft. Now, there's a little bit of adjustment period because I know that when people first get loops, they don't see everything. It's usually after a week or two yeah. that our team would come and goes, I never knew there were so many hairs, hairs. on the eyelid. Yes. Like I always thought I got everything. And that's why when someone says they do 100% coverage and they're not using loops, we go, no, you're not. You're, you're missing stuff. You think you are. Yeah. And I believe you're telling the truth according to what you can see, but you don't know what you can and, see. And there's some people panicking right now, by the way, listening, going, wait, you're, that means you're lashing baby hairs? You're lashing the little ones? I've been told never to lash the baby of hairs. Of course you can lash baby hairs. Why, why is that? I'm all <laughs> acting like I don't know what I'm talking about. I, let's just cover this real quick just so we can you know, calm down the fears and the anger right now. Okay, a baby hair compared to a mature hair looks smaller, looks weaker, looks finer. But what happens to it? It grows. Yeah. It's in its active growth phase. It's in the antigen phase. You can't stop a growing baby from growing. You just can't. It's going to grow. It's going to be stronger. It may not be strong today, but you don't put- A week from now, it'll be much stronger. Yeah, you don't put an adult size extension on a baby hair. You put a baby extension. Like you don't put high heels on a baby. You put baby shoes on, baby. <laughs> it's your favorite thing. You always buy high heels on a baby. Well, it's so, ridiculous, Yeah, right? so the idea is that we advocate putting small hairs on, or lashes on baby hairs, and then they grow into full ones. And what we call those are insurance lashes yeah. because when everything else falls out, guess what lashes are still there? The baby ones, right? Yeah, and if you put a baby one on, a small one, by the time it's grown out, it's going to look normal. Yeah. The client can't see the part that's grown out. You can't see that from our perspective. As a lash artist, you can see it, but not from when you're wearing extensions. You can't really see. And one of the negatives, too, if you decide to put a bigger lash on a baby lash, those are the ones that grow out that become these huge sails. Like, they're just like... They, they twist, just twist they and flags, turn. And, you know. Because they're huge, and they shouldn't be. So you shouldn't use that. I just wanted to cover that real quick, because I know anytime we talk about lashing smaller hairs, I know that a portion of our audience starts panicking and hyperventilating. We love you guys, but we want to let you know it's okay. I know that there's a lot of people that teach otherwise... And I you know what we always say, test it, see what happens. Last one or two baby hairs or something like that and see if they With come a back. a small extension. Like a, a point six, yeah. zero six, right? Like yeah. really small, short lashes. And then see if they come back. If the hair is broken off or if the lash somehow damaged it or something like that, I, I, we don't. We won't get I don't damaged see right that. Now. The hair doesn't get no, broken off. No, it doesn't. It just comes back with a long... Strong lash with a small baby lash on it. So. And, and, you know, this whole concept, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to open another can of worms here, but when people say you can't put a lash on that won't hold the hair. What? what you mean as far as causing damage or something yes. like that? Yeah. Well, we have a whole episode where we go into damage. Let's not even get into that right now. That's a huge thing. We'll move on and we'll stay on focus on loops, but I just want to talk about this one thing because that is one of the benefits of having loops is that you're going to see all these new hairs that you've never seen before, and it's going to give you more opportunity to lash more things or more hairs so that your clients will have fuller lashes and they will last longer. That's one of the benefits of, of getting loops. Absolutely. So what else? Is there any other benefits for loops? 
Well, you can also see, and maybe this will gross people out, but you can really see when people aren't cleaning their lashes. You, yeah. can, you can see. I've heard people say, I don't wash people's lashes before they come in with You will lashes. after you see the loops, right? You will. You absolutely. <laughs> you think that they're clean, sweetie, but, yeah. but they're not. Yeah. And you can't tell with the naked eye. It's hard but to you see can, the, You the can small. absolutely see it. You can see the surface is better. You can ensure that the bonds are better. When you're able to see, you're able to also see where the hair is coming out of. You're not guessing anymore. When you don't have loops, you are willing to settle for what you don't know. But all of a sudden, when you can see where it is, it makes you inquisitive and it changes the way that you position the lashes. It it changes the way that you, you handle the person's eyelids, you know, just like when, when a doctor does LASIK, right? He uses, um, or she uses, um, optics so that they can see everything. They used to do it with the naked eye. They used to do a radiocaritotomy, uh, basically the precursor to LASIK with a regular scalpel. But, um, we found that it's more accurate now to do it with a laser guided and it's more accurate to do with magnification. Yeah. It is the same thing with eyelashes. No, absolutely. I don't see where the downside is. When you can see more clearly the base, so you can get a, a more clean bond. You're not just dropping a lash onto the hair. You're actually making sure you hit the point, like we talked, the target exactly where you want it to go and so forth. Now, another benefit would be you do not have to, like I say, eat soup off someone's forehead anymore, Right. You get to sit straight up and just tilt your head down a little bit because the working distance is 11 inches, which is far enough for you to actually sit up straight. That's absolutely right. When you don't have loops, you are like practically breathing on their forehead and you're hunched over like a hobbit, <laughs> cobbling shoes on your workbench. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> well, that's just what Hobbits kinda, cobble uh, shoes? Yeah. You know. <laughs> I thought gnomes are... <laughs> Yeah, eating soup, cobbling shoes, you know, it's like it makes you hunched over. It is not good for your body. When you've got loops on, you can absolutely sit straight up. Your back is completely straight and your head is just tilted down just a little bit. Not even, I'm not even talking about your chin on your chest. It's just maybe a 10% tilt. That's it. Very small, little tilt. And then the rest of the work is done with your eyes. You just look and you see, and, and now you can sit up straight. So you don't have to have that aching back. And so now you've got two working distances. If you don't need corrective lenses to see the palette, you just look through not the loops, which is the magnifying part. You just look through the clear part of your glass to pick up those extensions. I always wondered when you're picking up from the palette, you are not looking through your loops. I do. Okay, you do. Now because I am of the age where you need, uh, I need uh, corrective. Glasses for everything? (laughs) Yes, it's called presbyopia which means you're getting older and your lens basically uh, doesn't adjust in your eye anymore. Oh. The lens, like uh, people's ears, keep growing, right? Okay. So the muscles around it, it's like they're shortened. The, the lens can't focus anymore. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But for someone like most of our audience are under 30, mm-hmm. they they can't. They can use loops to look at the lashes and then they can look off the corner of their eye and just look yes. regularly because their eyes will adjust yes. easily to that. I learned something new today. Usually we're talking like, I already knew this, I already knew this, but today, very cool. All right, so the benefits are, obviously you get to see more. You can, you know, physically it's good for you. It's better for you to get more better lashes, better bonds. So that's the why. So what type of loops should they get now? Well, there's two kinds of loops that you can get. Okay. You can get just a regular pair of loops that go are just like magnifiers Mm -hmm. that hang on the outside of your face, or you can get what's called through the lens. And the magnifiers, the loop part, and I want, just so you know, loop is spelled L 
L-O-U-P-E-S. It's not loops like Fruit Loops. But the loop That's part- That's how I spell it, by the way. That, through the lens, basically the magnifier goes through the, the glasses. It's embedded into the glasses. So it's uber nerdy looking, but it's all in one piece. That's the first one that I started out through. You know, it's also the, the, through a the lot list. more expensive. Yeah, it is more expensive because they need to measure your pupillary distance. It's customized completely for you. But the reason why I didn't like it, and it was just because of my anatomy. It's not. I'm not saying this is going to be for everybody, but the glasses that I had would rest on the top of my cheeks. Tess had permanent <laughs> lines on her cheeks. Lily, permanent lines for a year. Years. Yes, it just made me look old. Yeah. I just, you know, you can't do that, right? No, yes, no, you cannot do that. Do that. <laughs> so, for vanity's sake, I said no. I can't do these fancy through the loops. I'm going to do the cheaper, less expensive version that I wear on my head like orthodontic headgear, right? So if you seen any pictures with Tess, you'll see she wears like this. Um, yeah, it's like orthodontic headgear. It looks like a helmet in case you okay. bump your head The everywhere. reason why I like the helmet is because it also allows me to wear readers, okay? Yeah. So yeah. when you become a certain age, you need to wear readers, need right? Readers. So your readers, and you can use those to look through the That's loops. That's right, right. And the other reason why I liked the loops is because when we had staff, that way the staff could use them interchangeably because you can wear prescription lenses, and some people did wear glasses. If you have a through-the-lens, you have to get that customized for you. Yeah, so. You if you're a solo yeah. practitioner, you don't have a salon to worry about, go ahead and get your own customized that's completely perfect for you. Yeah. But if you have a staff, I, another benefit of having it with staff is that when someone left, we would just give it to the new team member and we didn't have to get a new customized loops made. We can just exchange them. Or we had this. We had always had a few extras laying around. So if one broke, because they do, like they drop the loop or something happens, <laughs> so, the benefits of having a staff, right? Because they break things, right? Not because they want to, but things, accidents happen. And so the nice thing, oh, here's another one. You just throw it on and swipe a little tweak and they're ready to go. It's easy and adaptable and you yeah. can switch and, and all that. So, it's so if you've got a staff, I would can highly encourage get you to the headset with the, get the headset with yeah. the flip down loops versus the, the permanent ones that are in through the lens. Now, someone's like, okay, great. I'm going to go buy it, but I don't know what they get. Do I just call them and they say, I want loops? And they go, well, what magnification do you want? So what type of magnification? Well, we went from two and a half to three and a half. Three and a half would be the highest range. The yeah. sweet spot's around three, right? I feel like we learned over time 3.0 is what you'll say is the ideal working magnification. It's three times magnification. And so it's, you know, we went 3.5, it gets a little too much. It gets a little much, bit too much. And, and 2.0 was not enough. Not enough. Now, four, once you get past four, then you you enter the realm of what we call a prismatic lens. And it kind of looks like a little binocular or a little telescope. It looks like a black tube. It needs those optics in there to create that level of magnification. Yeah. As a lash artist, we do not need that. The extra weight of that prismatic gets lens is, gets very heavy and your working distance becomes very narrow. I used to think that the more magnification, the better. And I actually looked into those prismatic lenses and I tried them and I was really talked out of it. I had to be because I was like thinking the more magnification, the better I'm going to be. And the range of movement, the range of vision is very, very narrow with those neurosurgeons and yeah. people that are doing extremely micro, micro fine yeah. work will use a prismatic lens because they're not moving all that much. They're doing small vascular repairs in one stationary spot, they're not changing. So that's not really recommended for what we do. Exactly. So 3.0 is a good one. Try that first. And by the way, a lot of these companies, when you go to trade shows or if you go to the LashCon, 
you can test these out right there on the spot and you can see what you yes. like. Some of them I know you can, they'll mail you stuff and you can try out yeah. and send it back if you don't like it. Now, what I don't recommend is doing the eBay route. Now, I am a girl with an eye for a bargain, believe or me. Or Alibaba. Yeah, and I like a bargain. So at one point we did, we spent a lot of money. Well, a little bit of money, but yeah, no, no, <laughs> many, no. many. Because for our classes, we used to give out loops. Yes. We would do it. And we would get yeah. the cheap Chinese imports yeah. that were maybe $250. Because we they, they, we looked at the online, we're like, they look the same. They look, yeah. Listen, they come and they're practically plastic. I mean, yeah. you can't make it work. We tried. You just, we tried. Usually you'd get 10 and maybe four would be good. And yeah. the other, you'd have to throw out the other six. It's kind of like trying to find the best tweezer. Like it's yeah. better to like actually go and like handle them yourself because, you know, you might buy 10 and like one of them's good, right? Same thing with these guys. Yeah. So there, there's not a lot so of quality. So you're spending the same amount of money that you would on one guaranteed you know, and the Chinese ones, there's not guarantees oh, no, and there's no, there's a language barrier. It's a one-time in terms of, deal. Yeah, you can't return <laughs> them, that kind of stuff. So I don't recommend doing that just no. because we've had the pain of trying to make that work. Yeah. Also the lights that they sell. Are I mean, horrible. it's like 20, I mean, it's like worse than a child's flashlight. It looks good online and you may think, what's the difference? Believe me, it's not worth it. Once you it try is, one of the real dental loops with the their lights, you'll see it's like a hundred times better. It's not in comparison. Yeah. And these weird ones create weird shadows. Just trust me. So one other thing they need to consider is not just the magnification, but another question then they're going to say is, what's your working distance? Now they do it in millimeters. I think it's 240 and 360. I still do it in inches. It's 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 between 10 and 14 inches. Generally, I think I've measured to 11 inches is what we like. Yeah. And they, I can't remember if that's 360 Now, the working distance, what we're talking about is the distance from the client's eyelashes to your eyeballs. Yeah. Like, okay, so when you're doing your lashes and you're eating soup off their head, measure that distance that, that may be like five inches, right? Yeah. That's your working distance. With the loops, it allows you to keep a straight back. So maybe you're super, super tall and you need more. You need 14 inches, yeah. right? That's fine. It can be customized to you. Yeah, there's usually different lengths. And that's something where you can find out, I think what we did is we basically got a pair of loops and we just put them on and then we, we put our hand out and we saw where it got focus, and then we just took a, a basically a ruler or a tape measure, and we measured it. And went, oh, this is eleven inches, and we tried it. Said, you know what? That's a good working distance. And we said, we whatever your, that millimeter amount is in eleven inches, give us that. And then they did, and they just give that to you. So those are the two measurements they're going to want. They're going to want no working distance, and they're going to want no magnification. Now, I do want to talk about the adjustment period, and it's important to manage expectations about this. Yeah. When I first bought them, I went to a dental show because I didn't know where to get them. And yeah, they weren't at the trade shows. They weren't yet. at trade shows. And I paid to go to a, a dental show so that I could buy loops. And they're like, what are you using for? I'm like, I'm a beauty professional. They're like looking at me like, yeah, whatever. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so I get them in the mail. I spent like $1,700 like designed for vision. And I didn't know that there was this working period. So I put them on the first time and I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel sick. I feel like I've got a headache. I can't do this. These things suck. But because I had spent so much money on them, I even put them back in the box. I was like, that was bugging me. And I didn't want to have to come back to you and be like, I didn't uh, sorry, like I wasted $2,000. And so I'm like- <laughs> This I'm, is the beginning too. Yes. We literally had no we had, money. We did not have two nickels to rub together. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I've just got to make them more. And I'm glad that I stuck with it because what happens is you make these micro adjustments. You're trying to figure out how to keep that line of vision completely crystal clear. And it can change if you slump. It can change if you're too far away from the client. So 
there will be a small period of adjustment where you are learning to get right into that sweet spot. It's kind of like the very first time you put on eyeglasses or contact lenses. It takes you a couple of days to kind of get used to them because there's different zones in the lens that makes you feel a little swimmy or maybe you're in a little glass bowl or something like that. Same is true of the loops. You will learn to hold your body straight and to relax it. So that just takes a little bit of time to get used to, but I promise you it will get better. So we would tell our staff, listen, for two weeks, you're going to have headaches. You're going to feel, you may feel sick. Not everyone does. Yeah. And usually it happened sooner than two weeks, but I would just say that just so that they would know, get ready. And I say, you're going to be super frustrated, but I promise you it will just lock right in. It's kind of like riding a bike. You're wobbly for the first couple times you get on and then you know how to do it. Right. And the big selling or the way I knew that this is the way to go is we never had anyone leave our business who decided to go back to never using loops. Everyone went and bought their own loops and everyone continued to do that. And that's really was affirmation. Like this is the way to go guys, because once you've started going this down this route, you can't go back. You will just hate lashing after that. Yeah. Because it changes your your game that much. And a lot of people get discouraged because of the price and they get discouraged because they think it's going to take a lot. You know, when, even when offered loops, it takes a little bit of adjustment to do it and they think they can just do it faster without it. Go through that difficult period so that you can you can master it because you will be a better lash artist. You will know your stuff more. It makes you more curious about the things that you don't know because all of a sudden you're seeing different things. It's what made me curious. Like I began to see structures in the eye. What are these little dots along the lines? Oh, they're glands. Why does sometimes they turn white? Why are sometimes they can't? Because you can see this stuff now. And so it opens a whole new world up to you. It will make you better. It will make you more inquisitive. It will increase your skills. Yep. So it's a win-win. Yeah. In the world of lashing, if you really want to be a serious professional, this is the next step for you. And there's other tools too that we will, we should probably talk about some of our stuff down the road that you really should look into because if you are struggling and you're just not getting the great retention you like, one of the things might be is your optics. You're not seeing the lashes well enough and you, this will help change and fix it. It absolutely will. Because when I talk about wetting the surface more and thoroughly painting that on, if you don't have any concept of what that is, because you can't see micro movements, yeah. it's not going to make a difference to you. And it's you're so going to say, swear up and down, I'm doing everything that I possibly can. Yes, you are because you can't see those micro movements. Exactly. When you see things, it's going to change your perspective. It's going to change the quality of your work. Yeah, no, it really will. So that's all we have for you guys today. Hopefully that was helpful. If you have any questions, of course, you always can reach out to us. Please go check out these companies, Design for Visions. and Rose Ult- Micro Solutions and Ultralight Optics. Yeah, they're all great answers. If you want to get started with a lower cost, Rose is your person, the company to go with. The other two are um, more expensive, but also, especially with Ultralight which is what Tessa uses now. I felt like she said this is, for her personally, the one she likes the most. But I think any one of those three will be ad- more than adequate for you. Um, you kind of like lashes. Pick the one that's best for you, right? Mm, it is true. It's like glue. Yeah, or glue, right? There's not one size fits all. So, Mm-mm. all right, guys, that's pretty much a wrap. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my last Juju B. Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing, and remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. Bye.